A massive, massive week for Arizona football recruiting, and we're getting ready for the Alamo Bowl as well. All that and more on Locked On Wildcats. You are Locked On Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Wildcats your first listen of the day. I'm your host, Mike Luke. All right, now we're going to talk some Alamo Bowl recruiting, a few predictions, all that and more. But first, um, let's talk some Alamo Bowl and what the latest is with Arizona. Now, uh, Oklahoma is in an interesting situation because they've essentially lost their entire offensive line uh, to the transfer portal. Um not really sure what to say about that other than it's not good. Now, in years past, you could probably say, well, uh, it doesn't really uh, matter because Arizona can't rush the passer. But you would be talking about a past era, not the current era of Arizona football. So people like Taylor Upshaw, Deuce Davis, Isaiah Ward, they have to be chomping at the bit knowing that this is coming down the pike. And not only do it's uh, coming down the pike, I think that uh, Johnny Nansen is probably more than okay with this as well. Factor in that you're starting a uh, fresh, uh, that you're starting a quarterback for the first time who, while a top 10 player last year, it's obviously very good. He's also going to be very green and Arizona's really, I think Arizona's feeling itself Uh, defensively. Now there is a lot to like about Arizona. Um, yeah, look at some of the uh, season-ending awards, which we haven't talked a ton about. But defensively, Jacob Manu, first-team all-conference linebacker, well-deserved, led the conference in tackles. Not only did he lead the conference in tackles, um, he also, six-and-a-half sacks, um, just was all over the place. Then I was also happy to see Takario Davis get some love. Takario Davis, keep in mind, is that guy who uh, led the conference in pass deflections. Now, I know it drove some people up a wall that uh, there weren't more interceptions. Yours uh, yours, tr- or yours truly, uh, I am included on that. I wish that uh, he had more interceptions. But at the end of the day, it's not that big of a deal because he still was an incredibly good player out there for Arizona. And again, him, Prysock, they're uh, – on the uh, perimeter, that's going to be interesting because, again, Nick Anderson is one of the best uh, receivers in the country, uh, probably going to be a top 10 to 15 pick, 6'5", 20 yards per catch, just, like I said, just a really, really good football player. Opposite him, Drake Stoops is obviously uh, very good as well. I don't worry about Drake Stoops the way I do Nick Anderson, but Drake Stoops is obviously good as well. So that's kind of where it's at with uh, Oklahoma uh, when Arizona's looking at them from a defensive perspective. Now, again, you come with a multitude of running backs, so you got to keep that in mind. But I think Arizona's going to match up very well in this game. Plus, I think there are such good vibes about this team and at the uh, basically at all three levels. Uh, the defensive line, you certainly have to be enthused by because, again, they've been able to get uh, pressure on the quarterback. And again, How many times can you say that Arizona's defensive line is better than Oklahoma's defensive line? 
Not many times, probably, but I just said it. Arizona has a better defensive line than Oklahoma. Um, and again, it'll be interesting to see if Oklahoma can run on them because, again, when you've got Big Bill Norton up front, Big Bill Norton, and then you got Manoa, you got Kangaika, you've got uh, CO. You've got uh, Tia Savea. You've got so many guys that were able to come in here and make a big impact and make a big impact immediately. Um, that to me is where it's also um, where uh, where Arizona has a real advantage. And then, like I said, with Manu, uh, Jacob Manu has shown that he is a very adept pass rusher, which I don't think a lot of us saw coming into the season, but we will gladly take it. Uh, Jacob Manu, though, again, has been very, very good for Arizona in that realm. Um at that other linebacker spot, not exactly sure what happens there. I could see Arizona going with a lot of uh, five DB looks, um, mainly because uh, that other linebacker has just not been very good for Arizona. Uh, we talked about it with uh, Justin Flo. The theory of Justin Flo is obviously awesome because, again, he was a cataclysmic player in high school, um, probably the highest rated player, on at least on high school, to ever come here arguably the top rated recruit in the country and you watch him and there's bursts there's initial bursts where it's like whoa and you can tell that he's got that uh, he's got some of that next level ability to him and then there's times when it's like eh, um, he's getting blocked by a, he's getting blocked by his own d tackle or he's taking a bad angle those are the times where it's difficult to play him and i think that uh, arizona fans have seen that up close and you know again Jed Fish knows what he's doing. He would play if, you know, if Justin Flo is capable of more, he would play more. But that other linebacker spot is obviously a concern. Daniel Haimuli is just kind of meh. You know, there's nothing great about him. It's nothing, but he's just kind of okay. Um, so that's kind of where it is from the linebacking uh, unit. Now, the safeties, though, have been able to help out a great deal, and I look, I look for that to uh, continue to occur. Gunnar Maldonado, my bad Gunner. I was a uh, was very wrong on Gunner. Spent a lot of times not understanding why Gunner was out there. Well, Jetfish clearly knows a lot more than me. Duh. Um, but he's been able to help out in the run game, and not only has he been able to help out in the run game, he's actually been a pretty adept. Uh, he's been actually pretty adept in the uh, secondary, and that's something that I think surprised a lot of people, me included, because I didn't I didn't necessarily see that one occurring. I didn't think that he'd be able to be somebody that could really kind of make that difference in that secondary, but he's been able to do exactly that. And then on top of that, you've also got you've also got uh, somebody like a, a Dalton Johnson who has been very, very good in the or in the uh, uh, coverage. And then whoever that third guy is, whether that's uh, like DJ Warnell at times, a bunch of different dudes. There's a lot of players. I think Arizona's our defense is going to stack up. Very, very well with uh, against org or excuse me against uh, Oklahoma. Not only do I think they're going to match up very well with them, I think that there's also a real advantage here, and I think that's kind of what people are looking at, and I think that's where people are missing the boat to a certain extent because I think with uh, with this squad, you kind of know that um, you kind of know that. This team is still a little bit underrated. That Vegas is a little bit behind the Wildcats, and um, I'm curious when that actually catches up, if that catches up. But I also don't think that um, 
that Arizona by any way is uh, going to have a problem. And then offensively, I think that Arizona is going to be just fine. We'll talk about that. And then we're going to get into a little bit of recruiting and a prediction. But first, eBay Motors. Now, everybody knows somebody that has probably taken their car to the uh, uh, the doctor, taken their car to the mechanic, and they're like, oh, man, you know, here we go again. I thought that uh, um, I thought that I knew this guy, and then I'm finding out that, um, this is a lot more expensive than it probably should be. eBay Motors says we are here for you. eBayMotors.com, the right parts, the right fit, the right prices. eBay guaranteed fit, only available to U.S. customers, my friend, only available to U.S. customers. So again, check it out, the right parts, the right fit, the right prices. Cut out the middleman. You get the part, then you take it to somebody that you trust. eBay Motors is here for you. Again, eBayMotors.com. Thanks for making Locked On Wildcats your first listen of the day. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right, now let's talk about Arizona on the offensive side, what we should be looking for. Now, a big part of it is, a big part of it is, with Arizona, you um, they should be able to they should be able to really uh, attack uh, Oklahoma. And I think this is going to be a national stage coming out party for a couple people. Again, uh, mo- most people know about Noah Fafita and T Mac at this point, but if you don't know. You're about to know. Um, I think that I think Noah Fafita and T Mac are going to be uh, the best players. Are the two of the best players on the field as they generally are? And here's the uh, here's the beauty about uh, Noah Noah Fafita. There's nothing fluky about what he does. Everything is uh, everything is essentially kind of just uh, kind of goes with the flow. He takes the open. Uh, he takes the open uh, uh, pass. He makes the easy play. There's all kinds of just easy things that he does. And again, there's there's something to be said for that. Tom Brady always got beat up. Oh, well, he just throws it to these guys that are wide open all the time. Well, you know what? They're not always open all the time, and that's just a convenient excuse. No Fafita does just that. Then T-Mac. Um, Lewis Riddick uh, came away from that Arizona game saying that T-Mac is a well, – that's what a first-round wide receiver looks like, and he is right. Um, in this game against Oklahoma on national TV, I think this is going to be a breakout opportunity for him on the national stage for next year, getting a lot of preseason All-American hype. Jed Fish said that he thought that T-Mac is the best wide receiver in the country. I don't know that I buy into that quite as much, but he obviously is right up there. He's an incredibly good football player, and um, I think next year, he probably goes into the season as the preseason best wide receiver in all of college football. He's now, if Marvin Harrison really gets the 25 million NIL, which I don't believe, then that might change things. But T Mac, I think this is going to be a big opportunity for him. I don't worry much about uh, now. Uh, Oklahoma's obviously got a DB that's returned multiple pick sixes this year. Got to keep that in mind. But uh, I think T Mac's going to acquit himself very well. And then on the offensive line. Uh, Jordan Morgan's going to be sitting this one out. Good decision by Jordan Morgan. I also think the U of A coaching staff 100% supported this because Jordan Morgan did yeoman's work. Jordan Morgan came back from an injury um, this past year, and he probably would have still been a second or a third round pick. But he came back from an injury, and he showed that he lost essentially nothing. And he came back very quickly. Shout out to the U of A strength and conditioning staff for what they were able to do with him. But... Jordan Morgan 
Um, we'll be sitting this one out. And again, it looks good to have a first round pick. The last thing you want is somebody to get hurt in a bowl game um, who is out of eligibility and, you know, maybe their draft stock slides. That's good for Jordan Morgan to be a first round pick. And it's obviously good for Jed Fish as well, because I think you're about to see a flurry of first round picks in the next couple of years um, with Jordan Morgan, then big Jonas Savanea and T-Mac. I think you got at least three first round picks on this roster, but I tell you that. So I tell you this. Um, so I would imagine that you're going to see big Jonas Savanea move over to left tackle. Then I think you're going to see Raymond Polito at right tackle. And then on the inside, you've obviously got Wendell Moy. Then you've got Josh Baker and then Leif Magnuson, our guy, Leif Magnuson. Then also maybe you get a little bit of run with some of the younger guys, a big Rhino, a Tylan Gonzalez and Elijah Payne, a lot of different dudes in there. But again, Leif Magnuson, I think Leif is going to acquit himself very well. Borjan might be in that mix as well, but I think you're going to see a preview of next year's offensive line with Big Jonah, and then you've also got Polito on that side. And then from a running back perspective, it'll be a nice way to see these guys go out. Again, how many times can you really say this, but I totally believe it. Arizona's got better running backs than Oklahoma. Um, Michael Wiley came back and obviously was a very good player for Arizona this year. Not only uh, he was injured, but – He's going to play in the NFL because his pass catching ability is absolutely second to none. It is next level the way that he is able to uh, that he's able to uh, uh, catch uh, passes out of the back or catch passes out of the backfield, get touchdowns, et cetera, et cetera. Um, then uh, Jonah Coleman talking about a preview for next year. Now I know that uh, Jet Fish likes uh, sharing the love. I get all of it, like sharing the love, but. I also like having um, Jonah Coleman uh, as a back that gets 20 carries per game. Some, I think some backs are better qu equipped in that regard, and I think Jonah Coleman is one of those dudes in that the more carries he gets, the more punishment he is able to dole out on a, a defense, the better that he gets over time. Again, Coleman been an absolute monster for Arizona. And I think this is going to also be a little bit of a preview for him for next season, because if he has a big game, goes over a thousand yards as a sophomore comes into next season, then as a, uh, a all conference type dude, I think there's a lot of possibilities there. Now I'm going a little bit out of order, but as far as a prediction, I like Arizona in this game. I think in bowl games, so much of it matters as to who wants to be there. Um, now I think there's a twofold part here. Arizona wants to be there. And, um, I think Arizona, as weird as this is to say, I get it. Arizona got better talent. Arizona got better players than uh, uh, Oklahoma. This is not. This is a good Oklahoma team. This is not a vintage Oklahoma team. Um, and again, they're better this year than they were last year under Venables. But I, again, could be wrong. But I think if you go up and down the rosters and say, all right, um, who's who? Which team has better? Which team has better NFL talent? I think that it's difficult to look at and say that it's not Arizona because of some of the marquee names that I've already thrown out there. And I know that uh, I know that the quarterback's going to be probably be very good for Oklahoma, but I'll take no Fafita over any young quarterback in the country. Uh, that's just kind of the way it is. As far as a prediction goes, I am going to say Arizona 31, Oklahoma 24.
think Arizona's going to win by about a touchdown. And keep in mind, if you got a 10-win season, what a year for Jed Fish that that would be. Arizona hasn't had a lot of 10-win seasons. And I think at that point, Arizona, if it's already not the third-best team in the uh, school's history, it clearly becomes the third-best team. And then I think you start wondering a little bit, where exactly does this rank with 94 and 98? Uh, now, again, I don't see it really surpassing 98. 98 finished fourth in the country. Um, but I do think that it's going to be a top 10 team, and Arizona's only been able to say that a couple times. So now, but there's also a big recruiting weekend, and obviously we got signing day coming up. So let's preview that next. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats, and making this your first listen of the day. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right, now, let's talk a little bit about Arizona football recruiting. This was a massive, massive uh, weekend for Arizona this past week. Um, You had a lot of very high-profile visitors on campus. Um, Let's talk about some of the recent kids that have committed. Obviously, Shaw out of Indiana, he's a really good pickup. Now, again, uh, DB... Next year he's not gonna. Next year he's not gonna start. Um, but uh, Takario Davis and Ephesians Brysock are both gonna be early entry candidates. Um, they both are. They both have NFL vibes about him. We've talked about that a ton. I think he would be able to step right in there and be one of those cor- one of those boundary corners. Um, very very good player, obviously. And then some of the other dudes that you got, you got big Bryce Butler. I am all good with adding big men in the middle. One thing that we found out about Jed Fish and staff is that I don't really care about the ratings. They know what they are looking for. Another gargantuan of a human being, 6'5", 300 pounds, um, just a huge, huge dude. Uh, Arizona's getting a lot of those guys that are kind of in that three-star realm. Uh, A couple players to really keep a close eye on, though. Uh, as signing day approaches. First, Aaron Butler out of Calabasas. He is a top 100 player in the country. Um, uh, Incredibly fast, tall, looks the part, looks like what a football player is supposed to look like. Um, Arizona's got a real, Arizona's got a real chance with him. Um, He really, by all accounts, he really enjoyed his visit, got to see the town. All the football players obviously uh, showed him a good time. And um, he would also be a nice addition to that wide receiver room. Uh, big thing with the wide receiver room is I didn't want to see them. I know this will sound stupid, but I didn't want to see them add somebody just to add or like add somebody with a name that has to play. Give you an example. Montana Lamonius Craig's not bad by any means, but I still would rather have Malachi Riley and uh, Kevin Green next year because I think they just have better upsides. But one thing that we know about Jed, Jed is loyal. And while Montana started playing a little bit less, Jed is going to continue to play him a ton. I didn't really want to bring somebody like that in. I was much more okay with bringing in Aaron Butler and the player we're going to get to in a minute because I think next year I would love to see that trio be Kevin Green, Malachi Riley, and T-Mac. I think those three dudes are ready to. Uh, I think those three dudes are ready to rock and roll and make a big impact. But Aaron Butler would be right in there. He would also be one of the highest rated players that uh, the Jed Fish has brought in. Obviously, T Mac is the highest rated player. But after that, after that, you start looking at Aaron Butler as maybe being the second highest rated player that he ever brought in. A mid to high four star is nothing to sneeze at, obviously. And then you got Gresham out of Oregon. Um, he is a top 200 player, uh, committed to Oregon, but I think there's a very legitimate chance that Arizona flips him as well. And if Arizona flips him and you get Butler, 
all of a sudden you're looking at a receiving room that is loaded with players that were committed to USC, Oregon, et cetera, et cetera. And not only were they committed, these were players that were not forced out. They left on their own volition. So I think Arizona's got a real chance with it. Again, the hype around Jed Fish in the program is at a huge level, and I think that's going to continue. Um, I think that Arizona gets Butler or Gresham. I don't know. Maybe they get both. But I do think that Arizona gets one of those two, and I think that, that is a, that's obviously something that would be very good. Um, then one thing that you got to keep in mind, too, is that the recruiting is so much different now and that it's not over. This staff is smart. They're going to keep a couple spots open for the spring, and that is uh, obvious. Uh, That's a smart idea, in my opinion. You're going to keep some spots open for the spring um, because, again, you can get guys late that can turn out to be players. Look no further than Taylor Upshaw. Taylor Upshaw came in after the spring, didn't like what he saw at Colorado, came here, got eight and a half sacks, might have an NFL uh, future in front of him. He's the dude... um, He's the dude that's going to be uh, right up there, and he's going to be very, very good. Um, But... You got to keep it. You got to keep a couple spots open. So again, this recruiting is not done until the summer hits. That's how we're in a new era of college football. And again, with the I don't worry about the rankings with Jed Fish. Sure, sure, it's awesome to see it. But again, he's shown that he can really develop stars or develop players that weren't stars and turn them into stars. The coaching staff's ability to develop is top notch. All right. On that front, though, we're going to sign off. But tomorrow is going to be all Alabama basketball preview. Arizona's got a huge, huge game against the Alabama Crimson Tide. Um, Arizona looking to get back on that uh, that winning path. I think that Arizona's got a very good chance in this game because, first, they're going to be motivated. Second of all, Alabama doesn't play much defense. And if you don't play much defense against Arizona, that is going to be an issue. But on that note, Always appreciate you all making Locked On Wildcats your first listen of the day. Bear down, back the A. We will be back with you bright and early tomorrow.